Good afternoon, everybody. It's six minutes after 12. Thank you so much for tuning in to Updated Noon. Well, coming to you on location today, and uh, we are on the R57. This is in the Mfuleni municipality in Fandabel Park. And we here, as uh, Lungile opens the door, you can literally hear the noise outside um, for a national pothole campaign. And this is Operation um, Valazonke. One of the speakers earlier had a bit of a Freudian slip saying, Operation Vula Zonke. Uh, no, it's Operation Vala Zonke. And it's about fixing the potholes across the country. Now, this is, of course, uh, spearheaded by the Department of uh, Transport along with uh, Sandrail. And uh, we'll be talking to them in a short while. Uh, but just to give you a sense of the scale of the problem. So looking at South Africa, I mean, everybody has, if you've used the roads in the country, you've borne witness to an increasing problem of an aging road infrastructure. And in some instances, it has gone absolutely to the worst extent where I've driven through towns in South Africa where you literally drive on the pavement because it's better than the actual road. So that's how bad it is. And um, if you will remember, you know, um, it depends on who you speak to. uh, But let's take the government uh, estimate on this. And maybe we're looking at about 100,000 potholes in the country overall. And and that's quite a lot. And uh, this would stop you even at night, especially when visibility is impaired in other instances from driving fast or um, just at a normal pace on South African roads uh, because you don't know where that pothole uh, is going to pop up. Now, according to the Joburg Roads Agency, the city of Johannesburg on average, um, uh, uh, they have a thousand potholes that are reported to authorities every week. A thousand potholes. And they say, uh, this is at least a claim from the city, the city says... It fixes up to 4,500 potholes per month. And that, despite these potholes, um, you know, uh, popping up all over the show all over again. So that's quite a lot if you can just think about uh, a city like Johannesburg. Um, In 2016, Wheels 24, they voted the city of Johannesburg as the worst city when it comes to uh, potholes. And um, the city of Cape Town, they reportedly spend... Um, more than 110 million rand per year on repairing 250 potholes per week. So I'm giving you this just to give you a sense of the magnitude of the problem. How much does it cost to fix these potholes? Now, according to Minister Figile Mbalula, uh, pothole repairs are estimated at 700 uh, to um, 1,500 rand per square meter per square meter. You, you, you've got to contextualize that because if you're looking at uh, tw- uh, one kilometer or even five 20 kilometer stretch of road, what does that ultimately come to? But then, of course, we have to be able to distinguish between um, what is actually being done, whether the road is being resurfaced, whether it's being a new road, uh, building a new road or just filling off potholes. So that cost <coughs> would vary. So all of these we will speak to. The minister also indicated in March uh, that South Africa needs about 200 billion rand to address the road maintenance backlog. 
200 billion rand and uh, you know that's no small change especially in this current economy but given how the problem has been exacerbated and uh, the overuse and overloading of road infrastructure uh, by some transport companies as well I think everybody understands why the national department has had to get involved because it's simply not getting done at local government level and the roads within the town, those are supposed to be seen to by the municipality. And you know in your municipality where you live what the state of the roads are. And then of course you have uh, the provincial competence and uh, the district roads that need to be taken care of, provincial roads, that also uh, would not be the competence of the national government. But hey, Again, you know what the state of it is, but you also know when you're driving on the N1 what the condition of that road is. Uh, so there you have the National Department along with Sandral. And of course, uh, people are saying, why can't all our roads look like that? So these are some of the things that, you know, we will be looking at and discussing here this afternoon. And um, please let us know what your views are. You know, we always want to hear from you as well. So let me uh, start this afternoon by inviting from uh, the Department of Transport uh, the Acting Director General Ngwako uh, Makaipai, Makaipea. Yes. There, I got it. Mr. Makaipea, thanks for coming, uh, for coming through and speaking to us. Uh, good afternoon, Sakina and SAA uh, listeners. It's a pleasure for us to engage with you to inform South Africans about the good work that we're doing. So let's talk about it. Uh, some would say, where were you all along? It's been long overdue. If you look at the number of accidents, for example, that have been caused as a, resu a result of the poor state of our roads. If you look at uh, the damage that people, road users, have suffered as a result of the poor condition of our roads, why did it take so long? Uh, thank you very much. You'll know that uh, transport itself becomes a concurrent function and how we are structured as government there is a role for national government there is a role for provincial government and local government in terms of various grants that seems to be deployed towards a, a road a maintenance and road construction and I, as the national department of Tram transport our focus was really more on national roads but we have realized that with the responsibilities that we have given uh, to various levels of government it is now at an opportune time to intervene because we believe that uh, this situation has reached towards the crisis level and looking at the future we really have to take this decision at the instruction of the national office of the president to make sure that we coordinate the efforts and coordinating that efforts really deals with simple issues like capacity that has been hollowed at uh, local government and provincial government to ensure that we have the right people at the right places to be able to do this job. So let's talk about that because Sandral obviously has also been roped in. So what exactly is the um, program going to entail? How will it be rolled out and at what cost? What we have done, uh, we, we thought it was very critical that Sandral being one of our good agency that has really demonstrated that they can do this job they lead this initiative and we have agreed at a structure called MinMEC, which is a, where min, a structure chaired by minister and all the MECs in the provinces to work together to be able to deal with this matter. Because already we have a, a what you call a PRM, PRMG, which is 
uh, the roads maintenance uh, grant in terms of transport, which is really the amount of uh, the, the grant that we are going to use to be able to deal with this initiative. So at a high level, what Sandra will be doing will be to coordinate uh, in terms of data repository, in terms of our national road network. They've already started that process. They're already at 25% to make sure that you then m map your road network in the system so that if everyone in the country they're able to report portals. Now we are no longer reporting it at different levels of government. Whether it's a national road, it's a municipal road, it's a provincial road, it will be done through the central app. So that's the coordination effort that central does in terms of road asset management. And already the app has already been launched. It's available on, on App Store and the one for Android will be available. So that really becomes an element. But in addition to that, because they are very good at their coordination role, there's going to be a road maintenance app wherein now once the portal has been reported uh, by, by, by the citizens it will then be assigned to the maintenance apps and we'll be able to know where it is and through that app we can be able to provide f a, a feedback in terms of doing that so it's, it's, it's very difficult for now to start uh, agreeing on the final cost uh, in terms of really what we're going to spend because we are already starting to now consolidate the information like I said the information was sitting at various levels of government and then we'll be able to do but what is critical as the minister has announced in six months we'll be doing uh, reports building up towards uh, the six month for us to be able to then come up with a an impact to then say how much have we done but it's 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 really practical it's we're going to be on on the ground and and really fixing portal we believe that with these initiatives and Sandra skills setting simple standards of how at various levels of government we need to do this thing like we we have seen situation where people uh, they close these portals not using the right material and all kind of thing i think for us that's the quest of what what, what we need to do and make sure that we coordinate and we're already having engagement now with with with, with local government because their grant uh, is managed through cocta we have already started to have engagement to make sure that how do we then integrate uh, both the funding that is within the MIG, which is the municipal infrastructure grant, and the PMD to really focus on 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 road uh, maintenance. And because we know uh, that uh, portals really is not where we want to do, but it's a symptom mm. of road maintenance which has not happened over time. And I think that's really the challenge that we are facing. And 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 that's part of the crux of it, isn't it? Um, because this um, tweet here from Marius Duplessis, he says, my point, Sanrel and Mbalula through the department, of course, are there to manage the country's long-term road infrastructure plan. So leave that for the small agencies, just equip them to do so, monitor, control, adjust, implement and i suppose this has been the question hasn't it uh, in part because uh, most people would say if this is the case if it then falls to the national department and sandra to be fixing potholes for us to be sitting here for this operation valazonke what is the point then with these municipalities should you then not remove that competence from them altogether i think for us the focus is when you, I always give the scenario that when you have a situation that faces you or you are going to war, you then look at and do an analysis of, of who are the best lieutenant to take to that particular war. 
and in these cases as 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 government we felt and decided that sandral is the right uh, uh, player in this space to be able to help us you remember sandral is not going to municipality to take over it's not going to province to take over so where municipalities and provinces will not be able to implement we are going to have mous that are put in place and we are going to have a training program that trains and build capacity at that level both in terms of planning but in terms of roadmen so that when it's all done sandra will be able to focus really in terms of the amount man, uh, their own mandate but we couldn't leave it to chance now but again the issue of where the the, the kind of uh, responsibilities are put you know they sit in the constitution but this really becomes an intervention strategy mm. of how do we then bring normality in this issue of roads it, it certainly is an abnormal situation it's long overdue uh, not on your part, on the part of the agencies that are supposed to be fixing these roads, uh, but be that as it may, you know, at what point do we sit and say, well, this perhaps is not working? You cannot have the sort of discrepancy that I'm driving on the N1 and it's all great and I come to the R57 and, you know, I'm ducking and diving. It, it can't be. We're in the same country. I think as government, we need to up our monitoring and evaluation mechanisms, especially in terms of the setting of the standards, so that when it happens at a national road, when you transgress and get into a provincial road, when you get to a local road, the same standards must remain. And I think that's the work that we'll be doing with Sandra in this regard in building capacity and setting those standards so that there is no disjuncture in terms of those particular elements. And obviously... There has been even some of the provinces which, because of some of their strategic roads that are passing uh, those towns that are key to the economy, they actually already them, some of them saying, I think for the same standard we want to work with Sandral. And some, for example, in the Eastern Cape, in Northwest, they are already in that process of either signing a memorandum of understanding with Sandral to help them because Sandral capacity, capacity of state. Mm. And if we can deploy it at all levels, it's critical. But it's not our dream that Sandral mm. must take the whole network of the country. Yeah, because you see, we love the roads that Sandral builds. We love the quality of it where they are in charge. But we don't want the tolls that Sandral generally comes with. See, th th that's what we worry about. When we see Sandral, we think, when are they going to put up a toll? Uh, in terms of government policy, user pay principle, it's what uh, as, as government we, we preach. And we understand that uh, there might have been challenges. Tolls have been here on the N1, on the N3. Maybe the issue or is really this issue about the, the toll road, which is the GFP in Gauteng, which is, has, has created uh, some challenges. And I think as government, we have learned how we have done cert certain pros in terms of how do we then consult further, in terms of how do we then move forward. But as Department of Transport, under the leadership of the minister, we have made our recommendation. Uh, it is now really a financial issue in terms of how we, we, we're moving forward. Mm. And National Treasury will be making a big announcement in October on that particular matter. And we believe that we have to be able to move forward. But as government, like we said, any other sector, user pay principle is a principle that really we cannot. How we need to do it, obviously, as government, we must be responsive and, and make sure that it doesn't uh, obviously get into the pockets of people. But we understand government has competing priorities. And this model of implementation has 
chosen to be sustainable over the years. It's just how do we then balance the socio-economic element around it. Vusimona is here from Sandra. Um, doesn't need any introduction because he was that, you know, the poster boy for whipping when it came to the GIFA project for Sandra. Mr. Mona, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Sakina. And uh, yeah. Good afternoon to you and your listeners. I saw you smile when I was asking. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that one was going to come. <laughs> because when we hear Sandral is involved, we're like, yo, there's a toll coming. They're going to set up a toll somewhere. And what exactly is your involvement here? Look, uh, as the acting DG um, said, we, we are really uh, brought in to um, capacitate the colleagues um, uh, on the other spheres of government we are supposed to lead and coordinate the work and and Sakina we come you know into the space uh, with a humble posture you know uh, people love the quality of our roads um, there are things that we've gotten right uh, we are by no means a perfect agent we have our own shortcomings you arrive you drive on the R21 from or Tambo to Pretoria it's not a perfect mm. road, and we know the challenges. Uh, there are sections of the national road network which uh, we ourselves are not happy with. So we're not coming in as the boys who know it all, and we're going to teach the provinces and you know local uh, municipalities how to do this thing. Uh, you know, th there are pockets of excellence in provinces. There are pockets of excellence in uh, in municipalities, and. Um, where these exist, we want to uh, reinforce and encourage our colleagues to do the right thing, uh, ensure that there's consistency across their own networks. It can be that in one province, you're driving on an excellent provincial road, and after a few kilometers, it's a bad road. Something is wrong there. Like where it says border, you literally see the difference. Exactly, exactly. And also, you don't want to be driving on a national road and as soon as you hit a provincial or a municipal road, you, you feel in the quality of the ride. You know, it is one country and, and standards must be the same across. So, again, uh, just in terms of what the minister was mentioning earlier this morning about uh, Sandral and uh, the skills uh, capacity that you have, that you will be imparting to uh, the local entities. So let's talk about that. Where are they falling short? Sagira, potholes are a symptom of lack of maintenance. We think that's where the problem lies. Uh, it's, it's about preventative maintenance. When people praise the quality of national roads, it's, it's not a magic. Uh, we do regular um, preventative maintenance and we can thus preserve and elongate the life cycle of the asset. Um, when we see a, a crack or a, a pothole beginning to emerge, uh, within 48 hours, our standards dictate whoever is responsible for that section of the road must make sure that it is fixed. So it's doable. Uh, we think where our colleagues are falling short is really uh, when it comes to preventative uh, maintenance. But there's also the issue of, of skills. Uh, we think that over time we've seen a depletion uh, of skills uh, across government, be it in water, be it in, in, in roads, uh, be it in electricity. 
right? Uh, we saw our counterparts at ESCOM a few weeks ago uh, saying they're bringing back some of their retired uh, uh, engineers, uh, technical people. The same applies, you know, uh, to roads. I mean, I was shocked to hear the other day that in a city like Kabeja, uh, there is no civil engineer left. Now, you, you can't have that in a city, right? So it, it's a multitude of challenges, uh, preventative, maintenance, lack of skills, and let's face it, um, uh, lack of finance as well, there's competing priorities in the country. So, yeah, it, it is a combination of factors. And even when the finances are available, because you look at, I specifically looked at this municipality and its budget, uh, in some of its plans, it clearly states that it has failed, even though it had prioritized um, the road of infrastructure maintenance. Mm. For some reason or the other, they failed uh, to actually deliver upon that by their own admission. And also, in certain instances, I guess uh, the money is then just uh, reprioritized uh, for something else, as if the road n infrastructure network is not important. Uh, but I don't expect you to opine on, on that particular entity, but it is, of course, something that needs to be addressed. Most definitely. But when it comes to, as you say, the skills component of it now, if the requisite skill set does not exist within the municipality, what then? How do you now navigate this space? It's, it's not an insurmountable problem. Um, we've got a private sector. And I think as a country, we, we need to be very clear about our attitude towards the private sector. Uh, we've seen how the private sector has contributed to the pristine condition of the national road network. You look at the N4 from Pretoria um, going eastward to Mpumalanga. We've got private sector involvement in the track. You look at uh, the Bakwena network, private sector is involved there. Uh, so some of the praise that we are getting is Sunrun. Uh, it's thanks to partnerships between government and the uh, private sector. Uh, that model must cascade uh, to provincial and local government where the skill doesn't exist. Let's rope in the private sector. It is prepared to partner with us. I'm happy today. Um, I saw, uh, I think it's Discovery. Uh, they were present here at the launch, right? They, they've started their own initiative uh, to fix potholes. Uh, there are certain learnings we can pick up from them. So let's partner with the private sector. They can deploy skills. They can deploy their own capital. So you're not putting up a toll here on the R57 <laughs> or elsewhere where we see you at the moment? Not at all. Not <laughs> at all, uh, Sakina. Look, tolls, um, they actually make a very small component of the national road network. We've got 22,000 kilometers we're responsible for, uh, Sandral. Only about 15% uh, of that is tolls. So let's talk about Jifa Bin Gauteng. So how's that going? Look, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's been a challenge. Um, We're not collecting uh, what we had projected to, to collect, and, and we know it's because there's been resistance. Uh, faults have been found with the manner in which uh, we consulted, and, and, and we will not be defensive. Uh, I think we have made mistakes. Uh, let's admit that. Uh, at national level, Minister of Finance, uh, Minister of Transport, the Premier, were tasked to look at how we can resolve this. Uh, as the teacher said uh, before me, uh, we've made our recommendations 
and we are waiting for Treasury to make that big announcement uh, in October. And we hope this will be behind us because at Sunral, we really want, we are engineers. We want to do what we do best, fix the roads mm. and leave the funding to people, you know, who need to debate. And, and, and just a quick one. I think the acting DG was uh, speaking about a, uh, an app to report potholes um, across the country. Is, is, is that already available? Is it live? Yes, that is uh, live on the Apple Store. Mm-hmm. Uh, people can register. I registered myself this morning. Uh, so so that, that is already live. And, and it's a way of involving citizens. We're going to do this thing together. Let citizens download it, report. What's and, it called? Uh, it's, uh, people go there, they say Sunral Pothole app. It will come up and you can then uh, register and download Okay. Sandral uh, Pothole app. 